At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show. So far, you get the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Call or text 464-5685. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. We have a special guest on the line, Sip, to start off the 7 o'clock hour. We're joined by Charles Thompson, the father of of Husker quarterback Casey Thompson, the former Oklahoma quarterback himself. Good morning, Charles. We'll start off with Casey. Your son just got a master's degree this weekend. What does it feel like to have your son getting a master's degree from the University of Nebraska? Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. As as uh, you know, I, I I now you guys call it. It's called the Sip and Shake. Sip and Jake. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Sip early, and Jake. Early break with Sip and Jake, Charles. Early oh, break. I, I, <laughs> I like that. I like it. Of course, I'm I'm in radio myself and, and uh, been in it for years and uh-huh. have my own radio show, so I can respect and appreciate the name and how that has a little bit of a ring to it. So good, good job <laughs> by you both. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. We appreciate. No, it. No, listen, listen. I I can tell you that. Uh, no, it's uh, you know beyond words to express. You know how proud I am of Casey and and uh, you know just getting his master's degree. Um, you know uh, at the University of Nebraska was a great experience for us and our family and. Just seeing him walk across that stage and accomplish what he's accomplished academically is, is uh, to say the least, is very is a very impressive and very proud day for us and, and certainly for me. Did you make it up? Did you make it up to Lincoln for that, Charles? Yes, I was in Lincoln. I I, I was in Lincoln uh, last week and uh, for take that in person there at the uh, Pinnacle, I guess Pinnacle Bank Arena is what they call it. That's exactly right. That's where they play. Ba- that's where the men's team and women's team play basketball. Various events there. Charles Thompson joins us. Charles Thompson, the father of Casey Thompson. And a lot of people, Charles, were wondering if Casey would come back to Nebraska and play another season. What? And, and now, now you told me yesterday Casey's coming back. What went into the decision? Uh, what went into the what was the decision making process like of Casey coming back to Nebraska for another year? Well, I mean, it it, it just I mean, it's you know we to be quite honest, you know we we feel like he felt like listen at the end of the day it's ultimately Casey's decision, you know Steve and Jake we we mm-hmm. as a family um, you know I got my older son who played quarterback at University of Oklahoma and Utah and then he's gone on to play professionally. Uh, with the Rams and the Redskins as a wide receiver. And so, you know, we just act as an advisory board to help guide Casey and, and to be sort of his eyes, ears, and and, and mind sometimes to to give it the sermon on what we th- what he ultimately should do. But ultimately it's his decision. Uh, and, I, you know, it, it wasn't that he wasn't necessarily leaning 
uh, coming back. You know, mm-hmm. he, you know, they, he, he felt like there was things unfinished business. Uh, he fought injury all this past year, uh-huh. and, and just ultimately felt like you know Nebraska was it felt it felt comfortable to him. So, you know, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of to do made about it. I mean, he would have liked to certainly. Um, um, you know, he was an advocate for certainly a, a Coach Joseph, uh, but you know things change and, and you have to move forward. Um, has he done? You know, in, in moving from Texas to, to Nebraska, you know, you got to put your big boy ventures on and, and and make decisions that you ultimately think is best for yourself. Did, go, uh, Charles. I got one other question for you. Well, a few other before Jake chimes in here. Hey, did did Nebraska kind of did they re-recruit Casey? Did they make it known to him that they wanted him back? Well, I mean, it, obviously it wouldn't be that. I mean, that was certainly uh, a, a big major question, um, to be quite honest with you. I mean, we didn't know that. And so, you know, I can, I can tell you that I've, I've, I've met Coach Rule. I've had conversations with him in person uh, in Lincoln myself. And, and Casey. so we, you know, we feel comfortable um, and, and heard nothing but a lot of great things. You know, we do. I, I've got a lot of a big network of relationships around the college world. I still, uh, um, you know, coach quarterbacks and do camps all over the country. Have a lot of coaching friends in the college college ranks or former college ranks, and we've heard nothing but great, great things uh, about Coach Rule and and uh, you know and what what we think the possibilities and capabilities. Although we only, you know, Casey only has one year. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we feel like uh, we feel like he's a you know good person to. Uh, to lead the program, and we're excited about that. So by Charles Thompson. Charles, Charles, Casey went from the Big 12 in Texas to the Big 10 in Nebraska. Did he t- tell you kind of the, the difference between the conferences, the styles of play? What what was it, uh, the, the difference, if anything, between the Big 12 and the Big 10 styles of play? Uh, I, I think I think the biggest clearing difference is the Big 10 certainly a, a group, brute, brunt, and grunt, up front type of get league. I mean, you yeah. got to have the the horses up front. Um, you know, their their front sevens are probably more physical, of a, but for the most part, you know, maybe their back end is not as as elusive and, and fast as as what I think you see in the Big Twelve, which is predicated, I think, more on a passing element game, more spread out. Uh, so I think the back ends maybe a little bit faster and more exotic. Uh, but I think there's some very talented uh, talented teams and. Some very well coached teams in the Big Ten, and, and uh, you know, uh, so I think that's the major difference. Joined by Charles Thompson, former Oklahoma quarterback, father of Casey Thompson. Casey Thompson, Nebraska's starting quarterback for ten games last year, this this season, this season, and had an, a really an excellent year. Played through played through injuries. Now he played through a shoulder issue that he had a procedure done on here recently. How will that affect him this spring and going into the summer, Charles? Well, I mean, it's 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 a it's a slap it's a slap tear. And I think Casey talked about it in his last press uh, conference post game yeah. in Iowa. You know, we kind of didn't talk much about it. He didn't talk much about it. Neither did the coaching staff. But you know, he had been dealing with it all all season. And um, I, I thought, you know, I mean, it's a testament to him of continuing to go out there each and every Saturday and continue to play. I think if I remember if, uh, the the Rutgers game, I believe he came out of the locker room late. Because he took another shot on there and, and uh, uh, was having to get it tended to, and so, man, I mean, kid, the warrior. I, I just, you know, I'm impressed by his grit to want to to be excellent. Listen, I know that at the end of the day, it's about wins and losses, and I think Nebraska, you know, and you always criticize no matter what, Steve and Jake. If you don't win, people are going to criticize it, and, and certainly didn't 
win to the magnitude that, that, that he wanted and the team wanted this past season. So there's a lot of room for criticism. I know fan base wise, you know, if you don't win, you're not any good. So I'm sure there's a mixed emotion about this past season, about his performance. But at the end of the day, you know, as a dad, I was proud of how he went out there, competed, fought, fought through injury, and even could have even, despite the shoulder injury, had the ner- the nerve injury in his elbow and could have actually shut it down the last part of the season. A uh, lot, lot was lost. I think after they lost to Illinois in another game, they, they weren't bowl eligible. But, uh, you know, his grit and his, his drive and his want to to get out there and perform and be there in the battle with his team uh, was 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 a major part of why he wanted to return and and leave her, and try to leave everything on a high note. Well, yeah, at I the think end of the season. I think too, Charles. I mean, look at the Iowa game. I mean, he, he played so well in that game. Nebraska was up twenty four zero, held on to win. But that's a game there is nothing riding on it for bowl eligibility. They they were trying to end a seven game skid, stop Iowa from winning the West, which they did. I mean, look at that game specifically. If you're Casey and you you helped deliver that win, what did that mean to him to cap his first season off at Nebraska with the win against a rival in Iowa? Well, I mean, it, it obviously, winning it after the fact, he talked about how, you know, how it was a great experience, the fact that he didn't even know, you know, be going into the game, they gave out a trophy for it, you know. <laughs> so it gave, it gave it something at the end of the game, kind of even added on top of that, the icing on the cake. But, man, just, listen, Casey's growing up around football. We, we are a football family. Like I said, I mean, he spent, you got to think about, you know, what he spent around at, at, at 10 years old. He was hanging around locker rooms at jo- with Josh Heupel and, and and other coaches, the Stoops at at University of Oklahoma, you know, being in, in in throwing balls to Sterling Shepard and guys like that with his brother, and so I mean, he's been around footballs all life. We we live, eat, and drink uh, drinks football, and we're a football family. So Casey loves the game. You know, he loves the sport. He loves competing. He loves preparing, and he loves the process of it. You, you know, if you see anyone, I mean, if you see him around Lincoln, he's either going out to eat somewhere or he's somewhere watching film. Not doing a whole lot other than that. Kate, Charles Thompson joins us, the father of Casey, the Nebraska's starting quarterback this season, and and I would guess, I'd say project him to be the starter next season. Casey, I mean, how would you say what? How has Casey characterized the new offense to you, Charles? The with Matt Rule coming in, Marcus Satterfield, the offensive coordinator, has he indicated to you what this offense could look like? Well, I mean, you know, I've had a chance with him. I mean, he, he, he got the playbook sent to him, and we've looked at it. Listen, here's the funny part about this guy. Okay. You know, there's a lot of speculation as to this is all of a sudden going to turn into a powers, a quarterback power zone read. And maybe it will. I don't know. Yeah. But if you look at what the, the, what has been, what is, the tendencies are, if you look back at it. I mean, I look, we went back and looked at it. And trust me, we, we flipped this thing 13 times over. Uh, in a hundred, um, you know, if you look back at Matt Rule at Baylor, you look back at Matt Rule when he had T.J. Uh, Walker at Temple. I mean, they were they weren't necessarily high volume running guys. I mean, they ran the ball some, and you know, I think that there'll be some R- more RPOs in there. But here's what people fail to realize with Casey. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Casey has had five head coaches and five offense coordinators. Whoa. Jeez. Whoa. Jim Beck, out of uh, uh, Tom Herman, who was an offensive minor head coach, 
obviously Ohio State and all that. Tim Beck, who's now both are now head coaches at other universities now. Uh-huh. They were together at Texas. So he had them. He had he had Mike Yurcich, who's at Penn State. He's had Steve Sarkeesian, who's at Texas. Okay. He's at Mark Whipple. There's yeah. not an offense that he hasn't ran. <laughs> I mean, to be quite honest with you, I mean, I'll be honest with you. His, his, his listen, I'm in the kids' vast uh, dictionary of the offensive schemes is unreal. I think I think he'll make a great, you know, uh, a coach and offense coordinator someday. He's got his own playbook that's comprised already of all those different schemes that he's had. So when he looks at Satterfield's and, and, and Rule's playbook that was sent to him. It's the same play. They may say different names on them. So yep. the learning curve, the learning curve for him, uh, you know, you got to think about it. In three years, he's learned three different offenses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In two of those years, yeah, he's going out in a short turnaround and played running those offenses. Yeah. So he's yet to run a second offense, a, a the same offense for a second year, which I happen to think is is where he excels more. If you go back and look at his high school days. Uh, but zone read RPOs is what he ran out of high school uh, and, and early into his Texas career. And so, you know, it was funny, Steve and, and Jake. Yeah. When he came out of high school, you know, I told some people this in Nebraska just recently. Man, when he came out of high school in the first year of Texas, all we heard about was, can he throw the ball well enough to be effective in college? Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yeah. he's just a runner, this or that. Yeah. Right, and, right, right. You know, now that all he has done is learn the offense and execute it when, when asked to run a certain style of offense and for a certain type of OCs, he's going out and been able to transform his game to where he can be uh, a passing uh, quarterback. And now, you know, it's almost funny because most people look at him only as a passing quarterback. Uh, which is quite the contrast to what we had when he was early in his high school, late in his high school, and early in his college career. Joined by Charles Thompson, the former Oklahoma quarterback, the uh, father of Casey Thompson, Husker quarterback. I'm curious, Charles, because Casey, of course, is part of a four and eight team this past year. He's returning for next season. It's going to be his last year as a, as a quarterback. He wants to go out as a winner, but a lot of times you have a, a new coach and it takes a little bit to rebuild the program. So if he's back as the starting quarterback next year. I mean, how how do you how do you assess an expectation for that year with your son being in this program for now a second year despite a new head coach? Well, I, I think first and foremost you got to look at you got to look at what's what's there. Um, you got to look at the core, what you have. Um, I think the locker room. Uh, you know, when you think about it, guys, when you want to go to battle, you really primarily want to go to battle with people that you at least have some familiarity with, right? And I think there's some familiarity with, even though there are some deficiencies, and, and everybody across the board agrees with that. I think the day and age with the transfer portal, I think those things can be quick, easier, quicker. I mean, feel easier, quicker than what once was in the old days of, right. of how college football was. So you have to address, you have to feel that the people that are there, you know, want to address those. Listen, nobody. Here's what we do know. At the end of the day, there's not a player or coach that wants to go into Saturday thinking they're going to lose. Right. So everybody wants to win. Right. So you prepare to win. You know, I, I don't think Matt Rule's coming in to Nebraska saying, I want to lose next year. No, he's coming in wanting to win. And so I think if everyone is willing and invested in putting their best foot forward to do that, then we think certainly the necessarily uh, things that will need to be addressed will be put in place. 
you know, obviously they, they you know, they, they just, you know, Casey feels like that, um, you know, he feels like Nebraska is comfortable to him. Um, yeah. He understands the environment there. He understands the fan base. And he understands the expectation, the task that's needed. Uh, he's been inside in the locker room with some of those guys. And, and uh, I think he feels confident that, that uh, year one can be, you know, something different than, than what his, well, I say year one under Matt Rule can be somewhat different than, than his first year. They were very close last year. They, I mean, and it's, I know that people in Nebraska always have heard this lately. Right. But, I mean, you know, the Illinois game, you, you know, certainly a game I felt yeah. like they could have won. If mm-hmm. Certainly Casey could do that game. There were several other games that they were close to winning them. You know, it's funny mm-hmm. because they, they won the Rutgers game, guys. Yeah. And I thought Casey actually played better in the Purdue game that they lost. But it's like this. And you guys know this. Mm-hmm. When you win, people forget about the missteps. When you lose, they remember them all. Give an example. You guys remember. Both games were a difference of, I think, one game he had 12 incompletes. The other had 13. One he threw for 358. The other almost 290. I can't remember exactly what it was. But both games, he had two touchdowns, two interceptions. The difference is, the defense certainly was able to control the Rutgers uh, a team a little better. Obviously, they weren't as high potent as Purdue. And the two turnovers that he had in those games in Rutgers came in the first half as opposed to the two that happened Late. in the second half of yeah. Purdue. And that's what people remember most. So when you lose, they, they, they pick your part and talk about those things. But listen, I, I, I feel like Casey played a heck of a game in, uh, in, in Purdue. Obviously, they fell short. So it's always a game of inches. You, you, you know, he understands he's, He's been in the house of two quarterbacks, older brother and a dad. Listen, you're as good as you are if you win, and you suck, unfortunately, when you lose. <laughs> Everybody does. That's yeah. the way it is. Yeah, to a certain extent. Charles Thompson joins us. Charles, they brought in a transfer, Nebraska. Just announced Sunday that Jeff Sims, Jeff Sims announced Sunday that he would be transferring into Nebraska to play quarterback from Georgia Tech. How do you guys greet that competition? What's the mindset? Well, I mean, you know, first Casey was made aware um, of that that there there would be a possible uh, addition um, out of the transfer portal and or high school. Um, you know, listen, in this day and age of college football, we, we you know you you've got to you've got to have a solid quarterback room. You got to have a room that has you know. I, I, I liken it to you guys know I live in Oklahoma, right? And you know, obviously watching the last several years throughout the years of Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma, they've had two deep quarterbacks that go out and win games. This year we saw in Oklahoma the first year that, you know, they obviously Dylan Gable goes down and just don't quite have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so I think the luxury of having two quality guys in a room uh, is where a program wants to be. So, uh, listen, it's, we understand the business and nature of football. I certainly do. And and um, I, I can understand why the addition, they felt the addition, obviously, with staff. Uh, needed, but 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 I think what people tend to look at or not misconstrued is he wasn't necessarily the first quarterback that they brought back to the table. They made sure they have the conversation and 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 uh, made it clear to the case that they wanted him to return as well too. Good, that's good to hear. Charles, absolutely wonderful stuff. We appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for taking the time with us, and we will chat with you again down the road. Appreciate it, guys. Have thank, a good one. Thank that you. Is, uh, Charles Thompson, former Oklahoma quarterback, the father of Casey Thompson, Nebraska quarterback. Oh, yeah. Really, really good insight there. Really good. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just glad Casey decided to come back. And I'm glad he wants to be here. 
he he wanted to be here. It was a tough year for everybody, four and eight year. And he had a tough year going through injuries but always fighting. And he won the respect of this fan base. Sure he did. He yeah. did. Well, he he fought through all these big hits, injuries. He came back. Yeah. Yeah, he he injured that shoulder. The, the shoulder issue that he has happened against Oklahoma. And, you know, and Charles said, <clears throat> told me yesterday actually, he, it, it affected his velocity at times. But you didn't really see it. I didn't, I didn't, I, don't, I couldn't tell. Could you? No, I didn't. I didn't think so. He threw a great. He throws a great deep ball. I mean, against Iowa, he he was chucking it. Yeah, but he had they were a very deep, aggressive. Couple deep balls to, to Trey Palmer that yeah. were successful. They were very aggressive in that game plan. It was a throw the ball down the field game plan. That's what that was. They attacked. They attacked downfield, and you can't do that if your if your shoulder's bad. But no, he didn't have a great shoulder. He got it worked on, and the way I understand it, Jake, from yesterday's conversation with Charles, is that. He'll be back throwing somewhere in the middle of the spring. I don't think he'll be available, per se, to go full go, but he will in the summer. And the summer months are critical. I mean, there's a lot that gets done nowadays in college football in the summer, Jake. I know. It's not off time. I mean, there's there's organized workouts. Some of it's player – a lot of it's player organized, but – you don't think the the coaches know exactly what's going on. You don't think I don't think Matt Rules is going to say, "Okay, guys, June and July, I'll see you later." Uh, no, um, you guys handled year. on your own. I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no, no, no. I mean, they'll be it'll be pretty organized. In case you will be ready for that, that'll get him in the rhythm for the twenty twenty three season. Thanks to Charles Thompson for joining us. That was yeah. If you missed if you missed that again, it'll be on the podcast page, theticketfm.com. Charles Thompson was wonderful. Up next, your colleague, Robin Wash at HuskerOnline.com. Next, an early break in the ticket. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. 